Okay, one more time. We have Mr. Rob Yates with us from South Africa. And we've gotten into such a good and in-depth conversation on the different activities dads can do with their children and teens, as well as why it's so important, dads, fathers, that you take the time to be involved in your child or teenager's life. And before we jump into this episode, please check out Rob's Dad's Adventure Packet and we have a link to it in our podcast description. Please check that out. And without further ado, once again, here's Rob Yates. When it comes to dads here in the U.S., dads are involved less and less and less in their child's lives. Mm. And I want to encourage dads to be brave like you are because it's messy. Uh, it takes time. You're going to make mistakes. It's, it, and it's not a matter of just if you're going to make a mistake. It's when you make a mistake. And how many. <laughs> but your kids need to see that, too. When you make a mistake and then, you know, you recover from it, they learn, oh, okay, you know what? I can make mistakes and I can recover from that. So they need to see you, you know, at your best and sometimes not so much your best because that teaches them how to be self-led. It's interesting you say that. One of the things I've been struggling with recently, um, and I, my business, um, we've got operations in, in the US, UK and South Africa and employing younger people beneath the age of 25 who actually have a degree of perseverance and backbone and don't just give up when the chips get down is getting year by year progressively harder. Yeah. Um, and I think that's because the kids are stuck in front of the TV and they don't get to see the dad or mum screw it up 18 times uh, before they get it right because they're kind of isolated from that. And all they see is the end product, the, the finished article. Exactly. And, and they don't see the, the Band-Aids on the hand or the bruises or the, the, the emotional tiredness or any of that other stuff. Um, and for me, I think that's what the outdoors brings is your kids get to see your best. They each equally get to see your worst and they get to see how you react in the worst and pick yourself back up and go again and pick yourself back up and go again and keep going until you resolve whatever the issue is. And um, for me, when I look at employing people, that is such a major component of what I'm looking for in a human being. I don't care if you've got a PhD from Harvard. If you're not resilient and you can't persevere, you're of no use in my business. Um, because in business and life, things go wrong. As you say, it's not a matter about if, it's a matter about how many times today and when today is it going to go wrong. I'm sorry, man, but it, it's so true. It, it's true of all of us. And uh, mm. I, I love what you're saying about persevering. Uh, a lot of young people today, not try to put them down, but when, you know, you, you don't have dads involved in their lives or, or moms having to do it all, 
it makes it difficult on her to pass along these things because she's doing everything. And, mm. uh, you know, that's not good on the moms and, and dads out here absent. Dads need to be present so that both mom and dad can pass along the their life's experiences to the child and, and not be in a in a mode that a lot of single moms find to be in. They, they're just trying to make it day to day. Mm. Dads, I encourage you, be involved in your children's lives. Don't put everything on the mom. You're perfectly capable of stepping in and doing things with your child, just like you had talked about earlier, whether it's putting up fences or just simply going to the grocery store and cooking a meal together or on your deck, making bacon sandwiches. Anything that you want to do that you can do side by side with your child, do that. Step out of your comfort zone because that's where you're going to have success, dads. Mm. And it's, it's, um, it's spreadable as well. If you start stepping out of your comfort zone and having success at home on a Saturday morning doing a bacon sandwich on a, on a barbecue, you know, that, that bravery with that stepping out of your comfort zone, that transmits to other parts of your life, that transmits to your career, that transmits to your relationship with your wife, that transmits to your relationship with God, that transmits to every other part of your world. Um, and everybody, including you, benefits from it. Um, and and I, I was wondering just a second ago, Stan, we used that we both used the word present a couple of times. How about be active with your kids? I think that's a better word because men and my wife will tell you, you know, we, we're, we're fixers, <laughs> meaning that we're, we can be active. We can be active. We need to choose to be active and, uh, and, and working with our child. So I, I love that word. Uh, rather than say be present, be active with your child. Yep, that's it. And that's all you have to do. Do something with them while you're doing it with them. Done. Even that's though, that's, that's, that's though, my <laughs> well, you know, I think that the one of the most difficult things is, like, man, I could do this so much faster myself. And I think we have to get past that and say, you know what? We can make this work. It's going to take a little longer, but we can make this work. Uh, you know, my dad, man, he always stood by me. I remember times uh, he was in the National Guard. He would take me out and he'd be cooking and he'd have me in the kitchen. And, you know, he was an army cook and we'd play with the, you know, I got to get in all the various different vehicles and everything like that. And I always wondered, why would my dad take me out like that? It's when I got older and I look back, that was his way of spending time with me and being able to talk to me about various different things. Hmm. And that was his method. Now, that was a way, might not be the way for dads out there, but find your way that you can be active with your child. That's it. It goes back to that thing. I, I think we've got a broken definition of education and learning at the moment. And um, oh, so. I, we, we did. 
so um, actions speak louder than words, right? The, the, the current definition of education is very much, I'm going to talk to you and you listen. So it's word, it's word-based. Um, and when I look at kids, they, kids copy actions. They don't listen to words. And so if we want to educate our kids, it's actually about being, we go back in the full circle to where we were maybe 10 or 15 minutes ago. It goes back to being a role model. The kids copy the role model. If, if you say um, it's, uh, it's, it's bad to get drunk and the Bible says don't get drunk and then every Saturday night you get drunk. You know, well, like uh, your, your words are pointless. Yeah, they're going to go by what they see, you know. Hmm. And they're going to be a person who says what they and does something else themselves because that's okay. Dad did it. Why should I? If it was okay for dad to say what they could do something else, it's okay for me to say what they could do something else. That's it. That's it. And so, um, you know, in my work outside of We Get Outdoors, I, I talk very heavily and spend a lot of time focusing on the idea of congruence, which really is walking your own talk. Um, and it's, it's amazing that the happiest, most successful people I've ever worked with are incredibly congruent. If they say they're going to go left, they actually physically will go left. Do you know what I mean? If they say they're going to be there on time, they'll be there on time. Um, and those, those people are happy. They're successful. They have well-balanced lives. And it's interesting that the people who struggle the most are the people who say one thing and then physically do another, um, or think one thing and then physically do another. And um, so, yet again, what do you want for your kids? That's it. That's all it comes down to. You know, I wrote a book called Fearlessly Parenting, and in it I say, you know, we need to be careful what we say to our kids. And, you know, if you're going to do something, if you're going to say something, look your child in the eye and tell them what you're going to do and then do it. If you can't do it, then don't tell them you're going to do it just for the sake of telling them something because that causes all sorts of problems. Uh, your kids have resentment, you know, of forgiveness and all sorts of other issues simply because they know that they can't rely on that. Hmm. That's it. I think the other thing with that, it's interesting you talk about that use of some words there and, and, and you're talking about to-do words. If, if you do this, child, then this is the this is the logical consequence that follows, um, and I might not like it, and you might not like it, but this is what's going to happen. And then you follow through. It's it's funny with my daughter. The only time she's hurt herself with that chef's knife, the only time, is is when I gave her a what not to do action as opposed to a what to do. So I said, be careful of, and next thing you know, I mean, she took a tiny sliver off the end of her left pinky. I mean, it was, there was barely any blood. I mean, it was, you couldn't even see the sliver. It was like a scratch, but, but it was, it was, I gave her, be careful of, don't do this. And ever since then, all I do is I give a very clear to do instructions, you know, keep, keep your fingers clear from the blade, you know, Go slowly and carefully and focus. And, and it's just 
what to do. And now we're another 18 months where it is down, down the line and she cooks dinner with me three nights a week and cuts all the vegetables and enjoys it as well. Well, let me ask you something. When you're teaching her these skills and working side by side with her, how about praise? Uh, do you pass along any praise for uh, accomplishments when they perform that difficult task? Yes. I think we have to separate two things, though, Stan. I think we have to separate right. praise and encourage and encouragement. All right. Um, because I, um, I'm very encouraging the whole time, but I, I generally only praise when she's actually achieved the task. I love it. I love the distinction between the two. Yes, we should encourage all, at all times, but when they have got to the summit and they've completed the task, there should be some praise that comes with that because you get more of what you encourage, you get more of what you praise than the things that you don't praise and the things that you don't encourage. Mm. And I, I also think you've got to judge your kids um, and, and not expect them at the start of doing new stuff with them to be fully into it for the length of time that you'd want them to. You know, Caitlin's first go with a knife was cutting a celery stick up. I mean, it was, and it took four minutes and she, I'm done now. Um, and then, and then the, ne the next time we did two carrots, I think it was, and, and, then, and then she's done now. And it, it's about baby steps with them and each time pushing them a little bit further, but without taking them so far that they resent you for how far you've pushed them. Um, and so it's a very, it's a feel-based thing because um, you want to get them to grow that perseverance, resilience, work ethic, all those valuable things, but equally you don't want them to resent you at the same time. So it's a, yeah, like it's building like a, a That's yeah. it, yeah. You, you start off light and, and uh, then you add more and more as you become more and more capable, as you develop that muscle. So I, I, I love I love what you say here. And uh, I'm going to tell you, Rob, I could sit here and talk with you <laughs> all day long. You, you, you brought up some outstanding subjects, some things that we as men, that we need to take to heart when it comes to our kids, that we need to be brave. I, I love it. And, and that we need to find those little things because we can find magic in those little things that we do with our kids. It doesn't have to be anything uh, big and spectacular. As a matter of fact, it's the everyday things that you do around the house and taking the time to involve your kids with it. That's truly outstanding. And I appreciate you taking the time to speak of these things to my parents. And in this instance, particularly to our dads out there and giving them some hope. And you know what? Giving the mama some hope too. <laughs> that the dad, that dad will step in and, and do more. And uh, I, I really appreciate you here, brother. And, Thank uh, you, hey, it's incredible. Do you have any books out there that you put out? 
Uh, no, the only thing I have at this point in time is a like a digital pack for uh, um, for dads to go and download that's got le- 11 things that they can go and do with their kids in their backyard that are all adventurous from lighting fires to making shelters out of cling wrap and tarpaulings, just half an hour to hour long things you could do on a Saturday morning that's active, it's fun, and um, all in the backyard for almost no money. Um, so I'll, um, I'll send you the link for that if you like, and um, Please you can do. go and include that include that in the show notes all right yeah because I'll, I'll put that in the podcast description and put a link to that and uh i, I think dads will get a lot out of that because it dads think of those ways that uh, rob is providing you us a way it might not necessarily be the way for you but allow it to stretch you and to stretch your mind on the possibilities of the things that you can do simple everyday little things that you can do with your children, with your teens, to help them become not only self-led, but the best versions of themselves. Well, that's all Mm. that we have for you for this particular episode. But parents, as always, I want to challenge you to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.